What up, Far Out listeners? This is Todd. Before we start the show today, just want to let you know, from now until like the end of June, we're going to be a little shaky about getting two shows out a week. Uh, maybe we'll be able to do it, maybe not, but just uh, we're going to be a little less consistent on the usual Monday, Wednesday drop dates just for two months because uh, I've got uh, friends getting married, got my own wedding coming up soon, and... Um, yeah, working on some stand-up stuff, so a bunch of stuff going on. So, gonna again, try to keep it to uh, Mondays and Wednesdays. What else? Oh, yeah, to keep up with the show, best thing, just add us on Facebook. Uh, there's a far, Just search Far Out Podcast, or there's a link at faroutpodcast.com. So, just giving you that information. Uh, by uh, after June, we'll be back and up running just as normal. But just for right now, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, and so, I will leave you before the show starts with a little song I've been working on. I was stranded in a cave A boulder blocking my escape My supplies ran dry So thirsty I thought I'd die But I Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry. Along with me is the great Buck Perez, as usual. Hello, Todd. How are we doing? And recently, as usual, Adam Albright Hanna. Hello there. Now, uh, before we get into everything, uh, Adam has just put up uh, his new podcast. That's correct. Yes. Wow. Yes, Adam and Friends. And uh, how can we reach it? Because there's a link on the uh, the Far Out website, on the right-hand side, on Friends of the Show. You're right next to a good Mexican joint I recommend in Long Beach. Mm. And uh, it has uh, Adam and Friends right there. So people can just hit that link. And uh, what, what would they expect to hear when they hit that link? It features me, Adam, yes. and one of my friends. Okay, okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, actually, I, I listened to the first Adam and Friends show. Ooh, thank you. I, uh, I, I, got, I, I did about the first 20 minutes, and it was like 25 minutes or whatever. Hmm. 
didn't couldn't stand the last five minutes. Exactly. No, that, that would, would. Here's what clued me off. That's my allotment of time. <laughs> no, no, no. I you know I I listened to it and then at, at about twenty minutes and you're like, all right, so are we done? And and then I thought, okay, well we're not in the A material anymore. Oh, but you missed it. Oh, did, did was the last last five minutes yeah. like the the, the glory cliff? I, cliffhanger? I did a uh, mm-hmm. I did a tribute to my previous co. I used to have a podcast called um, Well, everyone knows that's the Adam and Rich Project. Yes. No. Um, and my, my co-host Rich Demuro, he landed a dream job as a local news re- tech reporter. Yeah. So the last couple minutes was I did a um, uh, homage to him, where I put to sad music like little clips of his like best of local news mm. little phrases and stuff. It was pretty hilarious. Everyone loved it. So awesome. you missed out. Yeah. So I missed out on that. Yeah, I'm going to take it down so you can't listen to it ever. <laughs> Use my phone. To and uh, you're there. talking to your buddy George there. Yeah, George K. Because he didn't. He works for the government, so he was a little paranoid about talking about something bad i guess but i don't yeah we didn't really talk about anything bad well that that's the nice thing when you have employment that allows you to if if they were to happen to listen to your show it would be like (laughs) who give like no one would give a shit at my like the the owners of my company work for howard stern so it's like uh yeah they're not gonna get too weirded out about uh i don't know whatever we haven't been talking about on here right but uh, Adam and Friends, so looking forward to uh, more shows by Adam. Yes, we am doing another show tomorrow with my friend, Brett. Okay. Yeah. Now, what's his uh, last initial? B. Okay. <laughs> so this is going to be kind of like an AA meeting every week. It's like we've got Brett B and Adam A.H. No, I think he can use his last name. It's Brownell. So. Well, okay. that's, uh, once again, Adam and Friends. Yeah, waiting on that call. Now, now here's the deal. <laughs> See, I, I, I personally, I like having Adam on the show, and I, I've received emails from listeners same. When, when I asked them, actually, so was, <laughs> I have to email them asking. <laughs> no, no, there's, there's a, one of the guys that like, was emailing me back and forth the other day. And I was like, okay, well, I was like, you listen to all the shows. We have a bunch of different co-hosts. You know, who do you like? And he kind of gave a list. I'm not going to get into the details about who he liked on the show and who he didn't. Yeah. But he did put Adam amongst the people who really fit the concept of the show. Right. Oh, my God. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So uh, you have a website, which I didn't know about, which you were just telling me. And it seems uh, kind of funny. Oh, yes. It's uh, called Man Osteron. Like testosterone, but even manlier. Dot com? Uh, yeah, dot com. We, uh, we got that. Um, and it's a parody of men's mags, you know, making fun of, you know, Maxim and all that kind of stuff. So right. it's like real over the top kind of men's stuff. Sounds cool. Yeah. yeah. Very manly. Yeah, super. The tagline is manly as fuck. <laughs> nice, nice. So you guys check that out. There's going to be some good laughs on there, huh? If you like laughing, that's the place to go. If you're into it. Yeah. Coming up soon, uh, this guy named Rob Frazier, who was one of the uh, big production guys over at 97.1 KLSX. He does production work for Frosty, Eddie, and Frank. He's mm-hmm. going to start submitting uh, some bits to our show. So if you hear any Ooh. stuff with a different voice on it, uh, I emailed Rob the other day, and he has tons of like stuff that he does. I'm like, hey, Rob, send some stuff over, and he sent me a whole bunch of stuff. So um, not that we're not happy with the work Elliot's been doing. But uh, this will be some uh, additional fun stuff. So if it sounds like a familiar voice because you listen to 97 Point Fun, uh, that's Rob Frazier. So uh, moving on with it. Uh, also, uh, recently I uh, said, uh, I, I uh, told the listening audience if they wanted to hear some of the old shows that are no longer available on iTunes of the old podcast they used to do, the uh, Low Budget Show, email me and I'll send them a bit torrent so they can download all of it. And we got a whole bunch of responses. So uh, once again, email me if you want to hear that stuff, which is no longer available, which is uh, some pretty good podcasting material. So uh, real quick, uh, before we get into our uh, main topic of the day, um, we've been recently, we've been recording the show in the evening times, in the 
er, earlier days we started, we would do like Sunday mornings, me, me, uh, Buck, and uh, John Sowen. And recently we switched to the evening where we've been, you know, drinking. Tonight we're having some fine wine. In the morning we drink, but not as much. Yeah. Yeah. And we've been drinking more. So what, what happens is um, usually there's an accumulation of beer cans on the table, all this. But the, the real beating is taken uh, in the bathroom. Uh, I don't know who it is. I'm not judging. It sounds <laughs> big pause. I'm not judging. <laughs> What's coming? Slug it. There, there is a woman that lives with me, sure. my fiance. Sure. And she noted that on the nights when there's a bunch of dudes over on a Sunday night drinking, yeah, uh, doing the podcast, that the toilet is taking a bit bit of a beating. Oh. Like um, normally, like I usually I clean the bathroom on a Sunday, um, find urine on the floor, mm. um, stray pubic hair. Cool. And I don't know who's guilty of this because we've had different people come, you know, week in, week out. Sure. Yeah. But, oh. but usually when you drink, you pee a lot, you know? My whole entourage could be guilty of this. It could be your entourage that right. came, that's coming in a couple nights. Um, but the one consistent thing, though, is that Buck and I have been in, have been, you know, doing the show every time. It's at least me and Buck. And uh-huh. normally on a Monday or Tuesday night when I'm drinking, there's no stray pubic hairs or urine on, on the floor. So... Let's just say I went Sherlock Holmes with this. Okay. Or my fiance probably more likely to do the Sherlock Holmes math on what's happening. Um, Bring it on, Robert Downey. I'm just saying that uh, anybody here on the show, if we could all be a little more kind when we're, we're using the restroom. <laughs> is, it, is she going to revert to putting the uh, passive-aggressive placards? Like, yeah. uh, be neat and wipe the seat, you know, <laughs> right. that type of shit. Because I, I, I can't stand for that, man. My uh, aim is to keep this bathroom clean. Your aim will help. Yeah, exactly. Good, I like that. Exactly. Like now, the bullshit. I'm not pointing any fingers, Buck. It looks like you are. Adam. <laughs> Even though... Uh, I just got here. <laughs> <laughs> I just started last week. <laughs> well, see, if I diffuse the criticism of Buck and, and add right. you in there, it doesn't make it look like I'm pointing to Buck saying that... What? Now, uh, I've been blowing be, up my bathroom, man. I haven't been blowing it up. I'm <laughs> conscientious of it. You <laughs> All know? right. I, I don't... You know, I'm not I'm not pissing on floors. Maybe a little <laughs> off to the side when I begin, but you know, that's, that's just that's the side. You can yeah, do exactly. That. I, I I'm neat and I wipe the seat. All right. Mm. Yes. Well, the thing is, we had to remove the magazine rack next to the toilet on Sunday nights because normally we have you know People Magazine, uh, National Geographic. Nice. When I want to beat off to uh, yeah. Native women, yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, we had we had to remove that because it was getting a little soaked. Yeah, I just noticed that woman uh, from Breakfast and Tiffany's. She's in your, <laughs> she's in your bathroom, isn't she? Hurry, go, Riley. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Yeah, like in, in my bathroom, what the hell? My fiance, she uh, took charge of the decorations of the bathroom. That's what I, I'm saying. I think your bathroom is her layer, mm. and I, I don't think she wants any guys in there whatsoever. Yeah. So I'll piss outside from now on. It's some big deal. Yeah, no, I'm just. It may not be you. It could be me. It could be the yeah. I've been the, known the to get a vicious, <laughs> vicious two streamer. <laughs> but you know, the funny thing is that one day after we re- redid our bathroom, oh my god, I'm having like total like 34 year old guy talk right now. <laughs> um, we d- redid the bathroom. My fiance wanted to put up photos, and so she, we had this photo book, and she took these photos out. And now on on our wall, it's like we have um, uh, uh, what's her name, Audrey Hepburn, yeah, <laughs> Judy Garland, <laughs> and. Um, Oh, and Jesus. what would say there's a Coco Chanel. It's like the fucking three gay icons whenever right. I'm sitting on the toilet. You know how hard it is to rub one out when you're having a quiet moment? <laughs> yeah. and, and Liza's looking at you. It's yeah. like next we're going to have like Joan, <laughs> Joan Crawford in there. Nice. Mario Cantone. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I'm sorry. My bathroom is very gay. It is. And that's what I'm saying. That's her domain. And 
you know, if she doesn't want me in there anymore, that's fine. I'll, no, I think I'll, you're doing, you know. I'm outside. I was blaming, it's probably Oscar. Yeah, exactly. I blame it on Toledo. Show your face. Like the Far Out Podcast on Facebook. Discuss the show. Receive updates. And get Facebook exclusive audio. Speaking of uh, eco-friendly sex tips, <laughs> I've got a list here. And um, uh, these days, uh, people are getting really excited about environmentalism. You know, it's it's becoming like everybody's going green for one reason or another. I, I think it's a good thing. I like I, I like to I, I make sure I recycle everything. I, I take the metro quite often. Getting into work, I take a light rail. Mm. Um, you guys have any uh, green initiatives going on, like in the uh, uh, Albright Hannah home? Um, we we we, we rec- recycle. You heard of that? Yeah, yeah, no. we do that. No, yeah, that's about it. Buck, I guess. I piss on floors instead of toilets <laughs> to save on water. That's what I do. Oh, so I you piss don't on flush. flush? Yeah, exactly. I'm saving the environment by pissing on floors. Uh, Buck a- actually has some uh, pure pure everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what? Buck actually has like instead of a toilet, it's like this big um, jug filled with cotton. And what happens? It absorbs all of it and then just throws out the no. That's how I live. Yes. So I've got a list. Here. I'm okay. Buck, I, I know that there, there's been a a trend of you. You are closest to the door. It's getting a little cold. Oh, okay. Uh, no? Shut it? Oh. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Because th- shit got weird before on the show when I would uh, ask Oscar to get me a beer, even though you were closest to the beer. But now you're closest to the door. You just dropped the wine bottle. No, I know. See? What's going on around here? Keeping this on. Watch. This will be on the show. So uncomfortable. Right so, so I found <laughs> the, the new hippest trend in the world of uh, environmentalism is people are talking about the new hip thing i guess is um eco-friendly sex Mm. yep everyone's talking about this i have a list oh thank god that i found from some leading environmental activists Mm. i use only sheepskin condoms if that's what you're talking environmentally friendly oh okay so you you use the lambskin and that's what i'm talking (laughs) what is the difference between a lamb and a sheep Mm. is it the same thing Mm. it's like sheep plural lamb and lamb like a male sheep I think a lamb's a female. I think if we did know this, it would be, you know, scary. If we knew the difference, that's a bad thing. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think the lamb's a female. What's a male? I thought I referred to more. Like you were saying, like sheep. Uh You don't refer to, you know. So there's like, there's there's like one lamb and there's like two lambs. It's like there's a sheep. Two sheep. Right. But sheep sheep is female and heap is, is male, right? Huh? Yeah. Because of an H. Yes. Uh, tip one for eco-friendly sex. He, he got that, yes. <laughs> God, that was a low end joke. All right, go ahead. Be at the comedy store coming up soon. <laughs> uh, set the sensual scene. Telling heap jokes. <laughs> Make sure you've set up a sexy eco-boudoir before the meal and turn off those electricity-guzzling lights oh. and whisper sweet nothings by candlelight. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's been done. <laughs> We've done that, yes. But uh You 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 and Oh well you always got Barry White in the background. It's me yeah. and Barry White, you know. What is trying to put the moves on. Where does wax come from? And Huh? Huh? <laughs> Candle wax, where does that come from? Oh that was uh wasn't that, that Madonna movie like Body of Evidence or whatever? That was that's what the premise was to find out where candles came from? 
No, no, I, you know, I just, uh, no, I just think that she made the practice popular of putting candle wax on the nipple. No, I don't mean where did the practice he's, come from. I mean, he's saying, where does candle wax? It, are you saying yeah, it's not environmental? Or, no. I, no, I, actually, I wasn't even making a point. Uh, it just like, kind of popped in my head. Uh, well, I'm wax. seeking answers tonight. I want to find out what a lamb is <laughs> and find out what candle wax is. Uh, Faroutpodcast.com, comment on the site and let us know. Um, th- well, that is a good question. Well, I mean, th- there are some like Satanists, to, t- to get back to the theme of every show, uh, Satan. Um, there are Satanists, they do like pig fat and stuff. Yeah, there's like whale blubber and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. But wax, does that come from shit? I have no idea. Yeah. It's like got to be melted, or it's not melted we're, anything. We're showing our city boy selves right here. We have no idea. It's definitely <laughs> some type of petroleum product, I right. believe. Right. Huh. Next tip. <laughs> All right. Get wet. Oh, boy. Save water and bathe together and have a shower adieu. Why not use a timer to really notch up the gear into something quick and steamy? Wow. Hmm. Most women don't want what that. What the fuck is this? Yeah. Stupid. Indulge in some organic pleasures with essential oil-based products that stimulate your senses, such as rosemary, bergamot, patchouli, and uh, fresh citrus citrus scents. Once you add the patchouli, I'm out of there. Yeah, I know. Patchouli smells, it's it's a horrible smell. No, it's it's a reek. I hate patchouli. What is is this patchouli stuff you guys are talking about? I thought that your parents were hippies, right? You 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 never went to a dead show? What happened? No. Yeah. Neep. Oh, my God. (laughs) What? Is this you, incense? Just no, no. It's a natural. It's something to take away bo, I guess. And hippies put oh, it all over instead of the it real really stuff. Really smells. Yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, and it's if you go to like funk. in like head shops, they like burn yeah, it. Really? If you go to like a head shop. Now, you know, I, I remember I, I've been to some concerts before where there's a lot of patchouli going on, like in San Francisco. Hmm. <laughs> And it's a it's a horrible smell, and and the, the the hippies put it on there because there's this weird thing where people are like, well, there's too much aluminum in the deodorant, uh, <laughs> and like aluminum gives you Alzheimer's or something, right? Mm, true. I don't know. Clutch in your brain. Yeah, well, I, I use I'm I'm all right with the aluminum deodorant. Yeah, I uh, totally. I'm a Mitchum man. You're a Mitchum man. Yeah, Mitchum. Uh, I use Old Spice. Really? Yeah, big time. Oof, every day. Oof, that's rough. Why? Well, that's that's grandpa shit. What? <laughs> no, that has that weird musty smell. No, it doesn't. It's yes, a it does. Wonderful, refreshing smell. No, my my mother used to buy me packs when I was in yeah, the fourth grade of of Old Spice cologne. Old Spice has switched it up. Well, not it's what? It switched it up in the past few years. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm not really. I don't know. I've been using it since I was like twelve or whatever. What, cologne? Like, no, the deodorant. The deodorant. Were we talking yeah. about cologne? I thought He's we were talking, talking about, about the cologne. What well, about the deodorant talk? Old Spice makes both. <laughs> so. Blacked out, drunk right now. I no, apologize. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I use I use Degree, and I'll tell you, I've been complimented on people. That's a nice cologne. No, oh, it's Degree. I don't want to say what I use. Let's just say it's my secret. <laughs> nice. I, I will admit little, that actually, my cologne wink. actually is Old Spice as well. So that might be. Yeah, you uh, are an old man. Yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. And your wife's okay with this. She loves it. Because well, I actually like, put cologne on like once every couple months or something. <laughs> not very often. Yeah, I never wear it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I wear it for, like a wedding. Okay, yeah, going I, out, getting fancy. I bathe myself in Dracar Noir. Oh no, I don't. That's what all the like when I was in high school. Yeah, all, like, that's the cool a stupid brothers. one. Oh really? Oh, oh, but I don't know. Dracar Noir was always something that like I don't know. Um, that's one scent too where I'm not I'm not fond of. No. You guys ever do the body spray? Was that is that after our time? The axe axe shit. Yeah, yeah. I think that's Gen Y and the millennials. Yeah, that. that's what I thought. Yeah. And Bonaduce. <laughs> like we, there used to be a dude at like my old job that used to keep some axe in his office, 
And like he'd hit his pits up with that or just do his Ugh. whole body over and then walk through the hallway and it would just be the most devastatingly horrible. It would be like kind of like if I was uh, stuck in like a like a USC fraternity mm. room like right about now right. and there was like some real just ass pulling dudes like that's what they'd all smell like. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I, I used to, my, my woman, she used to always, that's how low end we are. Uh, I used to wear this Gillette sensor Ooh. like aftershave. Cool. She loved it. Nice. Loved it. Mm-hmm. $3.40. Exactly. It's cheap shit. You're good. Yeah. Good deal. Next, we have protect yourself, protect the planet. If you're not ready for an organic sprog bounding um, just yet, mm. okay, uh, and you're not too sure about the natural withdrawal method, then you will want a latex condom made from the sap of the rubber tree. <laughs> Cut out condoms containing additives that thwart biodegradation and those with toxins such as polyurethane. Why not give the rubber tappers in South Asia who make your condoms a fair deal by purchasing some brightly colored French letter condoms? Uh, There's also a Vegan Society approved coconut flavored condom uh, in their virtual skinware range. Nice. So uh, basically, I've always been a fan. I don't know how you guys feel. I haven't used prophylactics for quite some time. Oh, cool. But I was always a fan of the polyurethane condom, which I guess they're against here. Right. Extra poly is always better. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I'm just the pure poly. Right. Yeah. Just all the way. I once was um, gearing up for a good night. Yeah. And so I was at a condom store. It was, I think it was called the Lubery. Cool. In Long Beach, an uh, area known for a very high homosexual population. Yes. Only in that populace will you find a condom store. Yes. Just condoms. Yeah, well, they, well so they had vibrators and no, stuff like no. that. So I went in there to stock up on, on, on condoms, and this woman who I was dating at the time, she specifically wanted only polyurethane condoms. It's what she enjoyed. So I thought, okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. So I went in there, and I was looking at their selection, and I had the most embarrassing experience because I ran into this girl I knew Uh-oh. who was in there. Like this girl I, I, I knew used to go to parties with. And she's like, Todd, what are you doing in here? And I'm like fumbling. It was a very right. like Mr. Furley kind of experience. <laughs> trying to grab the con. Well, I was just buying. <laughs> but then you're like, fuck it. Why am I, you know. Safe sex is nothing to be embarrassed about. No, no, not at all. It's responsible, in my opinion. You should be proud of it, Todd. I feel like safe sex, like the term safe sex kind of went away by like 2001. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Like people huh. were really into, like when I was in high school, like. Having sex was the scariest fucking thing in the world. That's <laughs> yeah. when the myth of heterosexual AIDS was being spread. We, I think it's, it's, Magic Johnson never died, so everyone's like, stop worrying about that. You know? I think Magic Johnson getting AIDS was, or HIV was probably the worst thing for the AIDS movement. Because <laughs> he it. never died, right? No. Is that what you're saying? Oh. He looks great. That's what I'm saying, yeah. He, like, he like, t- cured AIDS, right? Yeah. Like, he he beat it. Yeah. It's and cool. no one knows how. Yeah. And well, no one's asking practice. him. Practice. Yeah. <laughs> what is polyurethane condoms? What are you guys talking about with that? It's a condom, but it's like um, it's it's a lot thinner. Thin, yeah. Oh. It's just thin. So it's almost like the real. Th- it's almost like you're raw dogging it. Raw dogging. And uh, yeah, it's a bit thinner. So uh, I was a fan of those. So what was she there to buy? The sex shop vibrator, maybe a big I, one. Exactly. Why are you embarrassed? Why is she in there? Yeah. Throw it back on her. She's the one with a big giant dildo. Right. <laughs> Come on. She was buying the twelve-inch realistic black male. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't ask her. Huh. I was just kind of like, hey, remember we were staying out at that club? She's yeah. like, oh, shit, Todd, you're the shit. It's good. Like, <laughs> oh, shit right. talking. <laughs> well, I got to give me some rubbers because when you're on a rubber run, the thing is usually there's a woman at home who's like... Waiting on it. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God. You just can't get out of the car because... Yeah. Erect. And 
running through the Lubery. No, no, nobody's ever made a midnight run to the Seven uh, Eleven. Like, oh, I got it. You know, I've gotten many nachos at Seven Eleven late night. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Nachos, not condoms. Huh? <laughs> no, just just in my youth. Not. No, yeah. I, I stay stocked up. Oh, good, good. Yeah, yeah, you got Something to be embarrassed about. I think safe sex is very important. Very good, thank you. Yeah. I also, I, I believe in safe sex. I don't have a lot of water at my house, but I do have a lot of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> so if so it goes down, I got something. Out of the apocalypse, you'd be exactly. banging like crazy. Hey, look, just... yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the only guy with these. <laughs> just very dehydrated, but still banging. That's nice. Well, that's how I live. That's how I live. Uh, next thing, uh, get frisky with nature. Nope. Avoid plastic sweatshop manufactured sex toys Jesus. and opt for ethical wooden objects a, instead. The whole tone of this is just so high and mighty. Yeah. Just, no, the sex shop toys, you know. You don't even think about that when you're thinking about vibrators. No. Who cares where they're made, you know? It's giving her pleasure. Who cares? Well, I think it's time to start thinking about where no, they're made, I don't Buck. want to. You want to save the world one vibrator at a time? All right, keep going. The thing that frightens me... <laughs> And here's the problem with lots of the things in the eco movement is they say, don't do this, do this. Mm-hmm. But, but the second do this is usually something which um, sounds ineffective or painful. Yeah, something stupid. Yeah, like I'm thinking if I'm going at a woman with a, a wooden dildo, mm. it's either going to look like a pirate's leg or one of those train <laughs> whistles that you get at like Knott's Berry Farm. <laughs> yeah. The big ass ones, yes. Like, if, like let's say Buck here on a first date. Okay. Mm. With Kelly Shimbukuro. Let's do it. Sounds hot. <laughs> going back and... Going back in the back day. In day. And, uh, you know, she, she's like, you know what, Buck? I'd really like, you know, some kind of dildo if you have any. <laughs> Where are we in the dildo department? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where are we in the... I, 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 dude, I would marry a woman who would say, Where are we in the dildo department? That's, yeah. that's more... And you're putting it on me like that? Like, what do I got? Or what? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, like, what do I have in that department? Yeah. What's the dildo uh, that's, situation? That's more on her, you know? I mean, that's that's mainly for her, correct? I mean, that. But what if she doesn't keep a dildo in her purse? I mean, does she want me to start, like, stocking up on them or what? Who knows? Maybe she just, maybe you sold yourself as a real kinkster. Maybe maybe that's a good thing to have around, just a house dildo, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so then... Just a house dick, you know? But then, you know, when people come over, it's just lying out. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. I think everyone should have a well-stocked dildo collection. Yeah. Yeah. At least one or two. But oh, then, no, more, more than that. No, <laughs> you're, looking at, you're looking at me like I'm an idiot. Yeah, oh, more, man. One or two. I mean, oh, yeah. geez. There's different sizes. <laughs> Textures. Right. And now we learn there's... Colors. This, yeah. You're like, well, I have this wooden dildo. It's made out of a nice ash wood. <laughs> I also have this made out of Brazilian rosewood. It's very sensual. I've got this. It's got even the the the, the, the vibrators with the weird bumps on them. Mm. It, it's 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 like they have some. It's like they have scabies or something. It's like <laughs> it's a herpes dildo. Yeah, like a sexually transmitted disease dildo. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a fucked cool up. idea. But yeah, the the wooden dildo. <laughs> breaking that out, I think. Yeah, would be like a, called dirty dick or something. <laughs> yeah, right. It's got like a nasty condom on it too. A Long Beach special. Yeah. Very high rates of herpes in Long Beach. Buddy of mine met a Long Beach chick off of OKCupid. Okay I'm like, well, the good news is she's not going to be a pain in the ass actress like you'd meet in, in LA. Nice. Bad news is herpes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, I have one more thing. Um, there's also there's a, a thing out there called vegan porn. What? Hmm. And it's, I know, it's porn minus eggs or. Uh, <laughs> and uh, f- famous for their naked vegan recipe collection, ve- Veg Porn is an alternative erotica and sex-positive culture p- for herbivores and those who love them. 
What dickheads? Yeah, this site features assholes. exclusively vegan and vegetarian models of all shapes and sizes, oh, and that's God. where that's where they got got me wrong. Shapes and sizes. Like the 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 vegan BBW population has got to be a really rough looking crowd. <laughs> uh, that's what that that would be the ultimate niche dating site. It's like veganbbw.com. Yeah. If you're an obese vegan, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there aren't that's like a, there aren't none. How yeah. would you do that? Like a shitload of salad or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know what they eat. Like vegans, yeah, or BBWs. No vegans. Like they eat like peanuts and carrots or something i don't know what it's all like natural so nothing processed or Gross. like that no cheeses nothing like that and nothing that comes from animals nothing is at that all what it is? nothing nothing at all no, no cheese no butter um so, so you can go and you can look at vegan uh porn now here's the weird thing lots of guys are into this and, and i figured these girls because the vegan girls are always tatted up in some mm. way mm. and it's really cool nasty yeah, really cool Mm. I'm just kidding. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I'm thinking it's going to be like the Suicide Girls, <laughs> which I've said many times. Don't I don't find them attractive. You don't? Mm, no. I kind of do. Really? The- I think it's because in high school I always thought of myself as a cool guy, so I liked those cool girls. But mm. They never really liked me, but I always thought like once they got to know me, they would love me. Oh, see, I, I can't get behind the tattoos. I don't know if I'd want my, you know, mother of my children to have that, but I think it's kind of cool because you know, yeah, it's like a Madonna horror thing. Yeah, right. You know, you know yeah. like a chick who smokes, a chick with tattoos. You know, exactly. just a little bit crazy. She's the bad one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Chick who drives a fast car. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I could never get into that. And the girls have the, the weird, uh, freaky tattoos, and then like the the worst look of all time, mm. the Betty Page haircut. Uh, not a fan. Not a, like that's horrible. Like I once dated a girl. What's that? Black hair? Just it's like the bangs with and like the, the straight steel. bang. Yeah, the black. Yeah, black hair. Not not a plush race. Zoe Deschanel, uh, you know, bang or Jenny Lewis bang. Like a really tight, like high on the forehead cut, and then like the long in the back. It's it's a it's a horrible look. I once dated a girl, and her whole her old uh, ID had that. Uh, so once you saw it, you broke up. No, no, I waited for her to dump me. <laughs> Got a pass for clean? You're in luck. Midas piss, Midas piss, Midas piss, Midas piss. Midas piss from Alabama, put this piss into your pants. Pull this piss out for your drug test, buy this piss, don't take no chance. Midas piss, Midas piss, Midas piss, Midas piss. I insist, I insist, I insist you buy this piss. Buy this piss for old big brother, buy this piss for Uncle Sam. Buy this piss, it's like no other, buy this piss while you still can. Buy this piss, buy this piss, buy this piss, buy this piss. If you don't pass your test today, you won't be employed. Because you didn't buy my piss today, your life is now not fine. Buy this piss, buy this piss, buy this piss, buy this piss. I insist, I insist, I insist you buy this piss, buy this piss, buy this piss, buy this piss. Uh. I was figuring right now, like uh, being the fact that um, a we do a podcast, uh, I'd like to talk just a second about the perceptions of podcasting. You know, uh, do something a little serious. Can we not just make jokes? No. Um, oh, maybe we'll make jokes. Um, there is a gentleman whose name is Brian Whitman, who uh, I used to work with over at ninety-seven point one KLSX. He used to be on the Night Show with Tim Conway. Probably one of the funniest guys ever in the history of radio. Like the guys, the guys wildly brilliant he's respected i know who he is yeah yeah and uh brian is really funny and i always had a the 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 moments i shared with brian we got along really well 
And uh, the funny thing is, Brian the other day wrote on his he wrote a little blog on Facebook, and people were asking him, "What, Brian? Why don't you podcast?" Because he had done some podcasts which were really funny, but he decided to, to quit podcasting. And um, he he wrote this quote, and it kind of stuck with me. Kind of want to discuss it. He goes, "I don't do a podcast because I don't want to play radio. I want to make radio. He wants to be on the radio, not play radio on a podcast." Mm. And. Mer. I think it's this Bill Maher who always talks about being on the right side of history. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, wow, um, we do a podcast here at Far Out, and I've been doing podcasts for quite some time. And I, I, I think that sitting or waiting for radio, I think radio is slowly losing its relevance. And podcasting is becoming the new great way for people to kind of freely express their ideas without having to go to commercial breaks, do weird resets, have to do topics and stuff that really appeal to the general public. And people can, it's actually like one of the most awesomest free speech kind of things you can do. And I I always think it's like, um, kind of like, you know, being in a punk band and putting out like a seven inch single, but you put it out on fucking iTunes and you have the chance of being just as popular as any major radio show. Right. I mean, the problem with modern radio is that maybe like four companies own every radio station, right? Which sucks. You right, know? you have Clear Channel, CBS, and right. MS, and yeah, it's it's all kind of controlled by the same folks. Right. Well, it's a silly thing to say. It's like saying, "Well, I'm not going to write anything on the internet. I don't want to play newspaper." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I'm not going to use my cell phone because I want to play Telegram. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right, and and that's exactly what I see is is what what Brian wrote is that like mm. somehow. Um, you have to have some program director at CBS or Clear Channel to go, you're a broadcaster. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like saying like a Clive Davis had to tell me I was a rock star, and yeah. I'm, I'm, but I'm Joey Ramone, and I'm going to put out a fucking rock record anyway. And that's kind of how I, I see podcasting. It's like it's probably like it, it, the, uh, the popularity has grown immensely, and it's just part of uh, normal culture. There's probably more people that listen to Adam Carolla or Mark Maron or, you know, uh, some of the NPR stuff, and then most radio shows. You know, there's definite podcasts that have broke through the ether and are wildly huge. And so to sit and think that uh, you need the approval from some corporation or a program director to be told that you're a broadcaster uh, makes you legitimate in some way that just basically building your own audience from doing your own podcast can't do that. What are the numbers on, like, Adam Carolla or Mark Maron? I don't know. Carolla probably gets, I don't know, 250,000 people listen per show, hmm. right? And, and think about, like, the biggest local radio market show. You're not getting 250,000 people listening, you know? Hmm. So, technically, the biggest podcast can be way bigger than if, if you did Mornings in Cincinnati, yeah. right? A, a huge podcast would completely blow that away. Well, a podcast is a little bit more. I mean, it can last forever. You can always download it. You know, radio just dissipates immediately. Right, it's gone yeah. unless they podcast it. Like no one will ever hear the show again. Exactly. Like this, you could sit and we could stop doing the Far Out podcast, no. and in oh, don't talk never about happened. that. It's not, no, it's not cool. It's not going to end. Not happening. We're going to keep doing this. <laughs> but uh, you, but then essentially the show would be available for years, and people could click onto it later and find it and and, and all that. Um, as long as you're not talking about things that are no longer relevant. Right. Well, unfortunately for this a-hole, you know, even if... Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Brian's not an a-hole. Yeah, yeah, Brian's well, a good even guy. If Brian, does, I like, I like and listen, listen. And don't, let's not pussyfoot around it, all right? <laughs> he's, oh, my he's, God. He's shitting on what we do. You know, he's he's taking a dump on what we do, you know, and I don't think that's cool. Um, Shouldn't take I a think dump on even, anything. Even if he mm. gets a 
gig, you know, making money and being a broadcaster, he's going to be podcasted, right? I mean, even if Possibly. he gets a radio show, it's going to be podcasted. Possibly. Well, there's it, a lot of radio really, stations that haven't yet grown to the fact that, like, we could podcast this. Yeah. yeah. No, I think everyone's pretty much on that tip. Well, they might be. Yeah. Because, uh, really? I don't think, like, Howard Stern is being podcasted. I listen no, to no, that. no, no, because he'd lose money. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's all about money. He's not on. Mm. He's doing XM radio. I'm talking about like r- local stations here, uh, 790 things like that. All their shows are podcasts. Oh yeah, I guess like NPR all the does sports, that. Yeah, all the sports uh, sure. shows around here are all podcasts. Yep. So, but the there's there's certain there's there's certain rules in radio that you may not break, and there's certain you know there, there there's certain things you can't do in, in this media. You can do whatever you want, and there is something about what what I love about podcasting is there's something about just like. I'm going to set this up in my garage. I don't need to be in a studio. Uh, I, I, I don't need anybody telling me what to do. We can just sit down at any moment and be sitting at home and, and call up somebody or just by myself or whatever. And just if I have something to say that's interesting, I could post it and boom, blam, mm-hmm. people can get it. You don't need to worry about giant advertising money corrupting the show. No. no. I mean, it would be nice to get paid for this money. <laughs> Mind you not. It's a lot of work that goes into it. But I'm waiting on that giant advertising money, actually. Yeah, that would be awesome. I'm mm. sell out. So hungry. Yeah, we should all have a. Ra- I mean, I'm not because I, I did real radio. I actually had my real radio show. Did you really? Yeah, you were on the real radio. I was on the real radio. Oh my god, that would be awesome. I was on the actual radio, and that was awesome. That was totally rad. But there were constrictions over what we could talk about. I feel like in this media, you have to actually be more creative because you could have one topic. You could say uh, we did one. It was one of my more favorite topics. Whatever it was, what's better than sex? Oh, it was basically me and my partner Mark. We set up the topic for about. Four minutes, and then we took calls for forty minutes, and people right. called in. Now it's much that's e- that's kind of easy, that's right? Easy. Yeah, you, that's you, cool. I'd say chocolate. Mm. I love chocolate. <laughs> so right. good, tastes right. good. Are you a morbidly obese postmenopausal <laughs> menopausal woman? woman? Yeah, <laughs> yes. exactly. The hell's this? I like chocolate. Yeah. So tasty. Uh, up Guess next, we have a new show called Chocolate with Adam, Adam Albright. Hannah. Albright. Chocolate. Yeah. Adam's first guest is Kathy Bates, <laughs> the strongest postmenopausal woman available. Oh, man. She's but, a force. Yeah, but it was like it was like funny. It was like when I used to do my last show, uh, they used to always be like, you know, we should go, we should go do the the show out of a studio in Burbank, or we should go do it at CBS. And, and, and I was always, I would always fight them and go, no, I want to do it in a garage hmm. with 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 the mics we have and make something that's it's just it's just us in a room like i I don't need the legitimacy of cbs telling me i can do what i want to do you know i see interesting parallels i just read that new war for late night about conan and leno and all those guys yeah and uh, you know i would think that you know conan when he was on the tonight show he had to kind of uh, make it more uh accessible and tone down his humor right and he goes to tbs and basically you know gets to do his own show any way he wants and a lot less restrictions and i think as an artist that would be like much more exciting than just have this giant broad appeal right I see like a parallels with this podcasting deal yeah and it, it's it's the same thing it's like the most ultimately free thing you could do but the only problem is there's not a lot of you know you're not gonna make cash off it's it it's not about that it's about the art it's about the art damn it but uh, I don't. I don't know. It's it's um, it's a cool thing knowing that sitting here in a garage, we're reaching hundreds of people, nay thousands on a good show, if not thousands. And uh, we can sit and do this, and we don't need Clear Channel to tell us we can do it. We don't. We don't need any of this. And to anybody who's who's begging to have a voice from those people can just set up their own thing. And if they have something to say, if they're good, 
if somehow they can promote it, then they could say whatever they like and they can make it as entertaining of a show as possible. So I, I don't know. I just really, I, I just love this art form. I love doing this. I will continue to do this. I've done it for a long time. I know y'all, Adam, you just start up your own show. It's huge already. Huge hit. Buck, having a great time with this. I'm, I'm feeling it right now, Todd. This is the future. But we're not. This You're is smiling so big. I've never the, seen a happier this is, man. This is the future. It's the way of the future. So happy looking. Yes. But uh, yeah, we're not playing radio. We're making a podcast. Yeah. Right. We're not. We're I think he on the radio is playing podcast. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's playing podcast. Where was this dude? Who's this dude? You knew this dude? I still no. Think- Brian is Brian is a brilliant guy. He's very funny. He's, he, when, he did one of the funniest things I ever heard was the fake Likas podcast. We basically do a whole show as Tom fake Tom Likas. Mm. It was one of the funniest that's things I've ever heard. Known. Yeah, that's not cool. Tom Likas is a nice man. Exactly. <sighs> Come on, guys. <laughs> Pull it together. So that was. Uh, I just wanted to have some some thoughts there on podcasting. Next. You are shaking. You're so angry. No, I just feel like I'm being ganged up on. And it's just, you know, I, I, if, if I disagree with one thing a man says that I normally hold in high regard, um, I, I believe I can, I can do that. You can call them on it. So, I'd like to thank everybody for stopping by the Far Out Podcast. It's been a pleasure. Adam, thank you for coming by for the last couple shows. Thank you for having me back. Eight in a row. He's almost up to John's standards. Of, uh, John did, uh, John did it like the first 17 shows. You didn't get anyone between... This and the last time I was on? No, we had some other dudes. Oh. We've dated other people, Adam. <laughs> How do those guys do? Because no, They've all done well, actually. There's not been a person that we brought in here that hasn't been invited back. Because I listened to like three seconds of when I was on before, and I just heard me mumbling, and I'm like, this is too painful to listen to, and I shut it off. <laughs> so. so you don't listen to your own podcast, or do you? <laughs> uh, you know, I really only have one. And uh, yeah. I've listened to it like 32 <laughs> times. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's Adam and Friends. Yes. Yeah. And with the full website, com. It's some stupid shit like that. It's like adamandfriends.posturous.com. I'm saying throw down the eight bucks. Get your own URL. Treat yourself. <laughs> I deserve it. You deserve it. Yeah, you're right. You've worked hard in life, Adam. I have. You, des- you deserve a vanity URL. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. There you go. Buck Perez, thank you for coming by. Hey, no problem. URL. And, you know, look, yeah, man, I, I've really uh, powered through it the last four shows we've done for the last two weeks of podcasting, because i got to admit, I didn't show up in the best shape. You look better now than you did at the beginning. Do I? I think podcasting re-energizes you. Made you feel it better. flushes yeah. out the toxins of whatever the hell you did to your body last night. <laughs> well, you know, it, uh, I think after I got to spread my opinion of my love of podcasting at the beginning of this, I felt that that maybe You got really into that. You're a very emotional man. I like that about you. Well, I'm... I'm Big brown eyes. Just oh. he had the earphone flopping off. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know, man. Like I, you know, I, I'm 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 just passionate about all this. Yeah, yeah. And it comes off. It comes across in your podcasting. Thank you, thank you, Adam. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, pleasure. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back soon. If you didn't care, what happened to me? I didn't care But you We would zigzag away Through the bottom of pain Occasionally glancing up through the rain Wondering which of the brothers to blame
watching for pigs on the wing. <laughs>